you've got a computer or a phone handy, first of all, uh, you can, as uh, is often the case with this weather forecast, pull up some graphics to go with it at the wortfm.org website. Put forward slash weather on that address, and you can see in the featured graphics there towards the top of the page, there's a couple of Water vapor satellite views up there that might be of interest. One of the contiguous U.S. and that has the surface isobars imprinted over it. And then there's a wider water vapor view that has uh, both the continent and the Pacific Ocean. And I'll be talking about those briefly in a moment to give you a sense of what's going on around us. Well, we got a little more snow than I was expecting this past Friday afternoon with that cold frontal passage. And it was a kind of a nice turn of events there for an hour or two anyway. It appeared that we were still... Actually experiencing winter uh, with that mid-afternoon darkening and some uh, pretty enthusiastic snow for a while anyway. Uh, winter has otherwise been uh, fairly hard to come by with the last week running 11 degrees above normal, uh, even with that cold day on Saturday. So uh, pretty much right on par with the month as a whole so far. Only eight days this month have had high temperatures under 40 degrees and only a single day under 30 uh, we shouldn't be reaching 40 degrees on any kind of a regular basis anyway until the second week of March. Uh, it's no wonder the red-winged blackbirds have returned. And just as an aside, at least according to my calendars, this is the earliest return I've ever witnessed of the Red Wings. Although uh, since the year 2000, they seem to have been uh, coming back increasingly in the month of February. We're going to see another up and down in our temperatures this coming week. And like the last round, this cold punch is going to be sharp and sudden but not terribly long confined primarily to tomorrow night and wednesday thursday won't be especially balmy but it'll definitely be back on the warm side of the ledger so a leap year this year is going to add yet one more above normal day onto a february that's already showing a prodigious temperature anomaly Incidentally, the warmest February on record was back in 1882. It was 11.6 degrees above normal, and we are currently at 10.7 degrees above normal with this one. So between today and tomorrow especially, I think we might actually have a shot at eclipsing that one, provided Wednesday doesn't bring us down too much. Have a look at that water vapor image of the contiguous U.S. that I was mentioning, and you'll get a nice view of last Friday's transition to Arctic air there with a due southward plunge visible in the vapor towards the beginning of the loop there with a nice bit of leftward curl evident there as well, indicating lift. Like past episodes of cooling, this one was primarily directed into the long wave trough to our east, so after the narrow ridge of surface high pressure with its Arctic air, which is visible in the yellow isobars on that image, slides southeast past us on Saturday. The winds aloft quickly back westerly and drag oceanic air over the mountains, chinooking it in the process and onto the plains before it arrives here. On the uh, wider view, with the Pacific Ocean and the whole continent visible, colder air can be seen to be taking up quite a bit more space in the Western Hemisphere than it had previously been the case, at least for quite a while, having pushed westward and southward since last week against the uh, upper ridge, which had been dominating much of the continent through the month of February. Indeed, the view currently looks overall much like we'd expect it to this time of year, with continental polar air now lying across much of Canada with a clear vortex signature cycling counterclockwise over the area northwest of Hudson's Bay where you'd expect it to. It's that kind of purple spot up there if you have the image up in front of you. Uh, Arctic air is clearly on a move southward over North America on that image, so it 
It may actually seem surprising if you're looking at the water vapor that our turn for colder on Wednesday won't in fact last a good bit longer than a single day. But here's where supercomputers make themselves handy. According to the longer range forecast models, the upcoming days are going to play out like this. That upper trough that's currently digging down the west coast and eastward across Idaho is going to continue to deepen the surface low pressure circulation, which you can see scooting along the Canadian border on the continental U.S. view in the closed isobars that are now centered over western North Dakota. And that passing low as it goes north of us later today is what will help warm not only today but tomorrow as well as southerly and then southwesterly winds ramp up and push temperatures past 60 today and possibly even towards 70 tomorrow, though I'll put some caveats on that prediction uh, in a moment. The northerly flow on the backside of that circulation will indeed flood southward across much of the lower 48 actually on Wednesday with Arctic air, including through Wisconsin. But up behind the Pacific Northwest trough out over the Aleutian Islands is a follow-on trough, which is predicted by the computers to dig straight down the west coast Thursday and Friday. And that'll once again back the upper-level wind southwesterly across the mountains and the northern plains and build another ridge of warm air over uh, many of the areas to our west and south and into here by the weekend. So 60 degrees on Saturday is entirely possible the way it's looking. The initial episode of warming, though, today and tomorrow will also be interesting to watch. Winds shortly above ground level, up at about 3,000 feet, will be warming from about the low 40s, where the temperatures are now up there, up to the low 50s, even by early part of afternoon today. And then by late tonight, that air up a few thousand feet overhead will be up in the low 60s, so that's a 20-degree jump from now, even while we cool down towards about low 40s or so here at ground level overnight. Winds will be somewhat lighter tomorrow, especially uh, later in the day as the cold front starts to approach from the northwest. And so uh, how much we mix vertically is in question tomorrow, as is how thick the cloud cover might get in the afternoon. High and mid-level clouds are uh, something of a certainty tomorrow, and that will also affect how much that warm air aloft can be dragged down to ground level through vertical mixing. But if it is, at a rate of about 5 degrees per thousand feet, potential high temperatures tomorrow run up into the low 70s, which would make, well, not only for a new daily record, also actually a monthly record for the Madison Recording Station. I'm pretty skeptical we can get to 70 tomorrow, but even the National Weather Service, who tend to run on the conservative side on these matters, have predicted high temperatures in the uh, mid to upper 60s, last time I looked. Despite the warmth tomorrow, I don't think we'll see anything like the thunderstorm outbreak that took place a couple of weeks ago as the cold front starts to approach. Prognostic soundings are showing a pretty dry environment way up through the first mile into the second mile above ground level, so weak elevated convection is likely the most we're going to see tomorrow, except maybe to the far southeast of Madison down into Illinois. More showery rains may develop at turns as we go through the overnight and the temperatures drop. And a bit of mixed precipitation or light snow that may be possible as we go into Wednesday morning. The temperature drops overnight tomorrow will be impressive and may lead to some quick freezing of the moisture onto surfaces for some slipperiness Wednesday morning as well. Uh, mid or upper 20s is the best we're likely to see for a high temperature on Wednesday with chill values staying down in the teens by and large. So a real shock after the near 70 or whatever we see tomorrow. Anyway, briefly to the additional details, I've spelled out some of them just now. 
Today, passing high and mid-level clouds may cut into the warming a bit as we get, especially out into the midday hours, but uh, southeasterly winds very more subtly through the day and increasing to about 10 to 17 miles per hour by day's end should take us, I think, past 60, up to 61 or 62 anyway. Uh, lighter subtly winds then through the overnight, along with passing high and mid-level clouds, will prevent the temperatures falling too far down into the low 40s, maybe hanging up around, say, 42 or 43 Tomorrow, with that warm start in the 40s, that may give us a shot at seeing upper 60s anyway by the uh, mid part of the afternoon. Uh, even despite south to southwesterly winds at uh, only 5 to 10 miles per hour and increasing amounts of high and mid-level clouds through the afternoon. Winds will be veering west and northwest then. It appears sometime late in the afternoon or possibly early evening, and that'll start the temperatures falling at a pretty breathtaking clip over the ensuing hours as northwesterly winds ramp up through the evening and overnight hours up to 18 to 22 miles per hour. They'll be somewhat gusty overnight as well. Light rain through uh, parts of the overnight may switch over to snow uh, sometime during that time frame uh, with a little in the way of accumulation, I don't think, going into Wednesday morning. But temperatures will probably hit freezing uh, maybe even by midnight, so that'll uh, flip the precipitation over to frozen precipitation and uh, perhaps drop the temperature into the teens by uh, dawn on Wednesday. So Wednesday will be a real midwinter's day with temperatures only clawing back to about the mid-20s and northwesterly winds slowly subsiding to 10 to 15 miles per hour by late in the afternoon. Skies will continue to clear through the day, and with clear skies then going into the overnight into Thursday and lighter, more westerly winds, the low temperature will probably drop back into the upper teens again. Though the thermometer may start to rise, actually, before dawn on Thursday as the wind's back more southwesterly. And then I think we can probably crack 40 or so Thursday, at least with uh, good sunshine through the day and southwesterly winds coming up fairly briskly by the end of Thursday, up to 12 to 18 miles per hour. And it looks like 50 is possible on Friday, and as I mentioned, up towards 60 again Saturday with the next round of interesting weather, including hopefully some more significant precipitation chances holding off till the early part of next week. But I'll preview that on the uh, Wednesday evening news forecast on a Wednesday between 6 and 7 p.m., so tune in for that if you can.